Good morning. The days of paying four bucks to drive a mile on the Dulles Greenway are coming to an end. For Thursday, December 6th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Hey, remember this phrase, rubber duckies. If at the end of the day you don't remember a single ad you saw today, but you still remember the phrase rubber duckies, well, that's the power of advertising on the Morning Minute. No distractions, no competitors, just your message. Drop us a line at sales at loudonnow.com or visit us at loudonnow.com slash advertise. And remember, rubber duckies. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Yes, soon you will not have to pay $4.65 to drive a mile on the Dulles Greenway. You will still have to pay $5.65 to drive a mile during rush hour. I'll get to that in a second. Loudoun legislators have negotiated a tentative deal with the owners of the Dulles Greenway to implement distance-based pricing on the state's only private toll road. Delegate John Bell said he, Delegate David Reed, and Loudoun County Chairwoman Phyllis Randall have negotiated a new agreement with the Greenway that will allow commuters during off-peak hours, weekends, and holidays to pay a toll of a dollar a mile. That would be capped at the off-peak toll, which is currently, as I said, $4.65. The rush hour tolls will remain the same. The Greenway charges a dollar more eastbound from 6.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. and westbound from 4 p.m. to 6.30 p.m., so no distance-based tolling during rush hours. The agreement is still waiting uh, final approval by the Greenway's owners, Toll Road Investors Partnership 2, or TRIP 2, and will also require legislative approval in the General Assembly. According to a press release from Bell's office, the Greenway will spend about $30 million upgrading its infrastructure to enable distance-based pricing. The full details, including hopefully when these new tolls would take effect, are expected before the General Assembly meets again on January 9th. Bell said this is a good deal for Northern Virginia as the Greenway enters the last year of its agreement with the state. The current legislation governing that agreement gives the State Corporation Commission, which oversees the Greenway, little leeway to deny or reduce its annual rate hike requests. The toll road company is entitled to raise tolls each year according to the Consumer Price Index, plus another 1%. That has led to frustration from local officials, many of whom have come to see annual toll increases on the Greenway as inevitable. That legislation also expires at the end of 2019, which means the General Assembly's uh, session that starts in January is the last session before that legislation expires. Bell said the Greenway got a new CEO, they're tired of having their name drug through the mud all the time, and they want to be a better community partner. TRIP 2 Chairman E. Thomas Sines said the agreement gives them the certainty they need to make big investments in the Greenway. Northern Virginia legislators have had trouble getting Greenway toll relief. Legislators from other areas of the state, of course far outnumber Northern Virginia's state delegation, have generally opposed spending state money on the problem. Go to loudnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, in one of the longest and most chaotic debates of the Board of Supervisors term so far, supervisors narrowly voted to gather information around strengthening the county's gun safety standards. After a long debate Tuesday, the Board's Transportation and Land Use Committee will hear reports in February on the following, expanding the area of the county where shooting is prohibited, which is currently most of the suburban policy area to the east, to include the 
uh, entire suburban policy area, which is largely covered by other shooting restrictions already, increasing the prohibited distance for firing guns from 50 yards to 100 yards for primary and secondary roads, which would match all other Virginia jurisdictions in this region, and the possibility of requiring berms or shooting downhill for target shooting. The county will also ask the state to consider a new law between the Class 1 misdemeanor of reckless discharge of a firearm, which Supervisor Matthew Letourneau described as a slap on the wrist, and the Class 1 felony of maliciously firing at an occupied building, which Supervisor Ron Meyer said presents a heavy burden of proof to prosecutors. Each of these ideas passed 5-4, to four, with Supervisors Tony Buffington, Suzanne Volpe, Gary Higgins, and Vice Chairman Ralph Bona opposed. County staff will also make publicly available an interactive map of the areas where firing guns is prohibited and develop an outreach and education plan for firearm safety. Right now, uh, by the way, you can't fire a gun within 100 yards of a building with an occupancy permit unless you have permission from the owner or, as I mentioned before, in an area that covers most of the suburban area in the east. The debate was prompted after five incidents in the past six months that saw eight homes struck by bullets. In June, supervisors commissioned a working group with a narrowly focused scope of work to examine the county's gun laws. That group, which included representation from law enforcement, the Office of the County Attorney, the Commonwealth's Attorney, the Virginia Department of Game and Inland Fisheries, and hunt clubs, recommended only minor tweaks to the law, along with recommending education and outreach. Loudoun County is constrained in what laws it can adopt on guns, by the way. The county is limited in the laws it can adopt without explicit authority granted by the Virginia General Assembly. A consulting group has recommended 48 changes to uh, government operations in Percival after a months-long audit. The town paid almost $70,000 for the audit, which took about four months to complete. The resulting report includes four dozen recommendations aimed at improving town policies, procedures, staffing levels, and management practices across all departments in Percival, except the police department. The firm is recommending that the town establish a formal protocol for communications between council and staff members so that discussions aren't misinterpreted as directions. There are also some updates to the town's practices to reflect what's actually in its charter. For example, although the charter makes the town council responsible for appointing a treasurer, a commissioner of the revenue, and a zoning administrator, historically, the town manager has appointed and supervised those positions. Residents of the town of Percival may be interested to know that the consultants also recommended a study of the town's utility rates. This is timely since the council is considering potential increases of utility rates beginning next year. According to the report, Percival has the highest residential wastewater rate among nearby towns. There were also some recommendations around new positions in the town government or reorganizing existing positions, and there are more committees, and of course, well, 40-odd other things. I won't list all 48, but you can find it on our website. And three months after the town of Middleburg sold its quarter-acre health center property to Old Oxbury, the town is looking at the future of its third of an acre, Asbury Church, property. Last week, the town began seeking buyers who were interested in restoring the 189-year-old church on J Street, uh, which the town has owned since December of 2014. The building has been vacant for the past two decades. The town is looking for someone to restore it within the standards that would allow it to be on the National Register of Historic Places. It's also in a zoning district that allows for a few different things, like assisted living centers, bed and breakfasts, a child care center, libraries, museums, places of worship, schools, public safety centers, antique shops, and professional offices through a special use permit. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. 
On today's Get Out Loud and Calendar, tonight is the cookies and cupcake swap at Dragon Hops Brewing in Percival. Make your favorite cookies, cupcakes, or other holiday treats to swap and trade with other uh, talented bakers. It's from 4 to 6 p.m. Get the details on this event, including how to RSVP, and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, maybe drop some of those cookies off by the office and tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great day.